Winston wants to see if he can cook Sam. Oh my word, this is. Mm. Keep it no, in. No, no, you gotta keep it in. And feel it. I am. Oh my god. It's old, kind of like sucking on. It's like sucking on Vicks. It yeah. is like sucking on Vicks. And Lovely. Vicks goes on the bottom of your feet and on your chest. It does not belong in your mouth. And now mm. breathe. I can't because I'm choking. Mm, delicious. <laughs> and now take a sip of your coffee. <laughs> no. I can't do it. Oh, oh, come no, on. Yes, you have to. What a, what a wuss. What a I wimp. Am. What a big baby. Turd. Put that back in your you mouth. You know what? I am confident in Peer being pressure. awkward. Where you, where, where, where you I'm trying to put that? It. I'm just gonna hold it. Like, <laughs> I'll take it. Okay. I'll take your candy. Thank you. It's you not that is not candy. Drop. That is mm. grossness. Mm. I, I actually kind of like things that are like spicy or weird or bitter. I love sour. I wish I could eat sour Bullet. patch. It's amazing. It's like a big vaporizer right through my nose. It's not hitting me that strong like that yet. I love it. <sighs> I mean, my These mouth is on fire. So normal. Unnormal. Unnormal. Okay, Richie, go, go, go. You oh, have a little no? white dot on your nose. Why do I have a white dot? I don't on know, nose? but you did. Okay, now I can go. <laughs> Someone has OCD. Mm-hmm. Me. So mine is uh, when you don't know what to do, and I, I that this won't be the title. It's too long. But when you don't know what to do, pray, which kind of rolls it's off. Not of, too long. Isn't no? When you Eight don't words. Know to do, pray. Okay. When you don't know what to do, it's a good title. Pray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you are unsure, pray. When you... That's good. It's eight Anyway. Words. Anyway. <laughs> Even though often... I don't have a whole lot written, but what I do, I'm going to read. Even though God often does not answer our prayers in the ways that we wish he would, there is no denying that he is always at work for our good. And every now and then, we get super personal answers to these prayers that speak... Let me show up and show you how much I love you mm-hmm. and how I am moving all the things around for you. And I wanted to just share my uh, my own personal story of things that we love to share, kind of what we're going through in real time, Zizek. That's what we're all about. And It's like free counseling. Yeah. You're welcome, Therapy. everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And free counseling for each other. Believe me. That's what I meant. Stuff that happens other, yeah. off the camera. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> make your hair stand on end mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're all being sanctified at a different rate okay <laughs> <laughs> and i'm clearly the slowest <laughs> anyway Hers is just more spicy <laughs> well i've been spicy for the last 42 days because kurt and i counted that is how long this is going to be if, if men and boys if you're listening to this i apologize it's going to involve a Do lot men of men and boys listen to this I don't know. I think we lost some of our boy, teen boy contingent after we, you know, talked about our periods too many times or something. But well, hold on tight. Cause hold on tight because I'm not stopping. And that's the whole point of this one. Kind of. <laughs> but I hope that's a cough drop in the coffee, not about period. Oh, no. <clears throat> Carry on. Um, oh, it's so, they're so bad. I just got a really bitter part. Anyway. So for the last, since July, no, let's go back even farther. My eyes eyes are are closed. closed. (laughs) (laughs) Jinx. (laughs) Three years ago, I started going through perimenopause. Three years ago. And I was super excited because my mom, I would have been 42 at the time, and my mom, when she was 42, went through menopause. Like, she went through the whole thing. It took a year. She said it was really easy. 
And but she also had six children and she described that as pretty easy, like on all of her deliveries and her pregnancies. She never mm-hmm. had back pain like God. That is that was God coming to her in very <laughs> personal ways because she had a very hard life on so many fronts. And like, OK, God, this thing up. So bad. See, <laughs> this is why I say no to peer pressure. I can't focus. I've got a cough drop in my mouth for baby. Okay. Fisherman's friends, they're the ruggedest cough drops. It's literally like <laughs> chewing Vicks. It's so, and Vicks is meant for your feet mm. and chest. If you were wrong. sick, though, like Amy's sick, if you were sick, that would be a fisherman's friend. I've got friend. a man cold. You know one of those classic old-fashioned colds where your head feels fat? And you just coffee. That's what I have. So these are my friends. Where your head feels fat. My head, yeah. my whole body feels fat most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the last 42 days. Anyway. Way so to bring it back. Three. <laughs> oh, that's really <laughs> back right. in. So three, three years, I, I did not follow my mom's uh, easy peasy lemon squeezy menopause route. I So three years ago, I started and I have shown no sign of stopping. And... All the hot flashes and the hormone surges and all the things. And I'm not going to get into that. But three months ago, no, three months before 42 days ago, whatever mm-hmm. that was, in July, I stopped bleeding. I stopped having my period for three months. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, this is awesome. Like I And... Also bear in mind that before that, I had had some scary hemorrhaging things, gone to the hospital, long, 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 long stories shortened. I was already sort of thinking about getting a hysterectomy. Already, in my- I was cheering you on desperately. To you get were, you it. were yeah. begging me to get I a was hysterectomy, and other people were cheering me on, and I just couldn't. I like couldn't wrap my head around it. I've had other surgeries before, and it's like to walk into it is scary because it's like like tomorrow. I'm not gonna ruin the plot of this, but like it's <laughs> it's just hard to walk in. Like you're like, I kind of feel okay. Yeah, uh, I'm surviving. Do I really want to go and put myself under the knife? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and mm-hmm. on purpose. So I was really struggling with that all the time. I was thinking, I really don't know what the right thing to do is. And then, so I had three years in, I have three months of not bleeding at all. And I thought, I'm really crossing over. I'm, I'm having menopause, which I still <laughs> to this day, after talking to many doctors, still don't know what's perimenopause and what's menopause. Is menopause when you're done? Done, 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 done. done, done. Okay. You, you have so to you not never have say, your period for a whole year. It has to be in a t- – you could go 11 months and if you get your period. But wouldn't you agree that people say, I'm going I'm through going, menopause? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And well, yes, so, that's true. Yeah. Right? And, the, right. and, and that you could – someone could say you could go through that for a decade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. It's Anywhere really from miserable. a one year, yeah. my mother, you're a lucky mom and you're the only one, <laughs> to 10 year, a full yeah. decade mm-hmm. of pain and suffering. And irregularities. And if you just go look at the list of symptoms of menopause, it's everything from like high blood pressure to swollen boobs and weight gain. And no, I'm serious. I have that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's real. It is real. I mean, I I don't have that, but. (laughs) Will you still go through menopause though? Um, Even though you don't have your uterus? So, yeah. So I did have a hysterectomy. That's why I but cheered you have your Rachel ovaries. on. But I have my ovaries. So I will so still, still go. you're still a woman. I <laughs> still. I'm just kidding. I still Partially. Check, <laughs> I still check the F. <laughs> Box on the floor. Sure. 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 So don't want to say. <laughs> confused. <laughs> So 
so I have ovaries. They're just floating. And I, my ovaries still produce eggs. Yeah. Just like Rachel's will. They'll yeah. pop out eggs. They just go into your body cavity and your body yeah. reabsorbs yeah. them. I just so, love that. Yeah. And but that's then, good. You want that. Because then you don't have to be right. estrogen. And no, medicine. I don't. And yeah. so, but I, so I still have mood swings. Yeah, I still okay. have hot flashes. But everything. That's no fun. That, <laughs> but everything that I have is way tampered down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited way about that part. tampered down. Okay. So where was I in my story? E, the the three months of not, 41 days right three three months of not bleeding and then all of a sudden september 15th the hand strikes and i start bleeding again and i was just like okay i thought mm-hmm. and and then i again i was like i'm not, i don't need a hysterectomy i've stopped bleeding this is god giving me his wisdom because i've been praying like for a clear sign about all the things and i was like this is god giving me his wisdom i don't have to have a hysterectomy and boom i start bleeding again mm-hmm. literally when i was like i'm good i've gone through menopause uh, and then that went on and on and on and on and so kurt and i counted just this morning it's been 42 days of straight bleeding. Sorry, everybody. It's true. And I think that She's this- like the woman in the Bible. She is. The woman yeah. with the blood. Is she the one that touched the hem? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's one of my favorite verses. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I actually, I have the hem touching part coming, which is really, really sweet. So um, where was I? I lost my train of thought. Also part of menopause. 42 days. You and Kurt talked about it and said yes, 42 just days. this morning. 42 mm-hmm. days of bleeding. The, since Sunday- I've been bleeding heavily, like hemorrhaging. Sunday night, I went to the ER because you two and my sister, who's a nurse, was like, you need to go to the mm-hmm. ER because it was yeah. severe. It was so severe that I couldn't, like, I bled through my clothes I, m- more than one time. I, um, I was changing tampons and pa- all the things every 45 minutes. Yeah. And so it, it was serious enough that, and I'm already, I already struggle with anemia. So mm-hmm. I was getting like, I was getting anxiety. I was getting really freaked out. I was like, what the heck? And so uh, the ER, all my stats came out amazing. They're like, you're the healthiest person in this hospital. Oh, Your iron's down. Mm-hmm. I was just like, you think? Yeah. <laughs> but apparently, I didn't, fun fact, everybody, the human body, at least my human body, can make up to two cups of blood a day. <laughs> Because yeah, wow, two cups. I don't know. I don't know how much is normal, but my blood was way high. Your hemoglobin. My hemoglobin. Yeah. And they're like, no, you've got plenty. I was like, well, it's... it's <laughs> So like a pint a day. It's friggin' coming out all the time. So it's being made yep. as it's coming out. Which is why you're exhausted. Which is... And literally a little bit grouchy, a little bit very and, bit grouchy, and which having only a hard time to experience. Your body I, is I on apologized. Overload. Yeah, your yeah. body's on overload. Yeah, and I was that day with you guys all kind of being like, "You need to go to the hospital," and then Hannah being like, "And she's a nurse. She's the best nurse." But when she's feisty, because mm-hmm. we get we're cut from the same Viking cloth, she's like, "You do this." Mm-hmm. Or else you're gonna die, you know, mm-hmm. kind of. And I was just like, ah. And so I'm all keyed up, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. What is today? Thursday? Mm-hmm. Same, same amount of blood the whole time, still. So um, two days ago, actually starting Sunday night at the ER, every, like, every appropriate time I was on the phone with both my like family practice doctor and the women's health and trying to get surgery 
ASAP. And everyone was telling me, it's going to be three to four months, honey. Like, you're just going to have to wait, wait. Like, we're booking out until January, February, all the things. And I was just like, I am not going to make it. Like, I am Mm -hmm. so, I do not feel well. I am sleeping in and going to bed early. And I Mm -hmm. still, I never Mm -hmm. feel rested ever. My husband's, he gets all the points for all the things because he's not waking me up to make the boys lunches and try to get them out the door. He's doing all the things mm-hmm. and I just letting me sleep and I wake up exhausted. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's the worst. And so the worst. I was just like, I don't know. I was like, if I can make it. And, and so I was just, so I was getting to this place of feeling panicked and crazy where it's like, I, I, and I told Kurt and I told you guys, I was like, I feel gaslit by my body. Yeah. We talk about being gaslit all the time. I was like, I feel, I feel like I'm at the same time making a big deal out of nothing. And Hannah was just like, you're not. Like, this is not, this is unreasonable. This is totally unreasonable. This is not, uh, this is not okay for your body to have to do this for an indetermined amount of time. So 42 days, she's like, that is not okay. So she's having to talk me and you guys are have to, it's like, you have to keep saying like, that's unreasonable. You, mm-hmm. you need to take some steps. So Monday, Tuesday, I'm trying to take steps and it's, I am getting nowhere. Like, who do we fight today? Guys. I know. I yeah, was getting you guys ugly. Are, Hannah called mm-hmm. the women's health and she was just like, and I'm going to show you what it's like. Like she was like <laughs> upset. She was like, why are you guys not taking this seriously? My sister is not okay. Mm-hmm. You are the only ones that can make this okay for her. You need to do your job. Rip it out. Right. So she <laughs> called. And so I'm seeing, I'm starting to feel... Uh, a little bit like think you know God is moving, but on Wednesday morning, I woke up with like this urgency in my heart, and kind of like you were we were talking about in our last podcast about this gut feeling that's saying, "Do something, mm-hmm. do something, do something." But what my gut feeling was that I needed to do was pray, and I was just like, "I've done all, everything I can do. My sister's done everything she can do. I've talked to all the people." I can't talk to anyone else. I've talked to everybody. I'm trying to cover all my bases here. I feel like I need an infusion. I feel like I need all these things taken out. And I was like, I can't make it happen. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm trying my best. And Hannah's getting more and more upset and all the things. And so I'm, it's not that I wasn't praying before, but it was like this new urgency and a different kind of prayer where it's like, God, I am surrendering my body to you right now. Mm-hmm. I am surrendering to you my health. I am nervous. I am having anxiety. Please move the moving parts that need to be moved in order for me to have surgery before I bleed out. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Or before I start having heart issues or like other things that are serious from prolonged Bleeding. Or just yeah. get discouraged to the point of despair. <laughs> yeah, that's where I thought you were going. I was getting, you know, I mentally. was getting anxiety to yeah. the point of despair. Mm-hmm. Like my body can only handle so mm-hmm. much nervousness before I just start to shut down. Mm-hmm. Just right. and and I think that's by design. I, we're not supposed to be all keyed up and in fight or flight right. for days and days and weeks and months. So like eventually you'd kind of go numb. Yeah, and you do. You sort of like. I guess I don't know. I don't care. You know, yeah, whatever. Right. So I was you like, don't I was be apathetic, def- right? And so <clears throat> Wednesday morning, I just remember being like, I'm just going to pray a different kind of prayer. Where I'm surrendering all the things and asking God to move the things that can't be moved according to people. 
And my mom and dad, my mom, who rarely calls me, I usually call you, don't I, mom? So, but she she texted me that morning. She had found out at a soccer game accidentally because Hannah was behind me that I I hadn't told her that I had been in the ER. I was trying to keep it on the down low so that I didn't worry my mama. But uh, that accidentally happened. And she's like, what? And so she needed to see me that morning just to have eyes on me. Yep. And so she came down. I get that. Right. I totally get <laughs> right. that. We need to have eyes on our people. And so uh, in that moment, I was, you know, it's like, she's my mom. I'm her daughter. She needs to come down and see me. And, and my dad walked her down. And when we, would, we, we met right out in like the, the door yard, as we say in Maine, <laughs> um, right outside the door. And, you know, dad's like, if you need anything. And I was just like, I really just need surgery, dad. Mm-hmm. You know, and so he's like, let's pray for it right now. Mm-hmm. And so right there in the door yard, we mm-hmm. all hugged and prayed for that God would move all the moving parts. And guys, I kid you not, within 45 minutes mm, of that it. prayer... I had a doctor calling me mm-hmm. saying, we can get you in on Friday. Hallelujah. Two days later. Two days later. Yep. Amazing. Yeah. Where you had thought you had been on the schedule <clears throat> for months, come to find out you were on the schedule, period. Yeah. I thought, right. Back when I w- talked to my doctor, I had seen my surgeon and all the things back when I was not bleeding. And I was so confused because before I had been, it had been really bad. And I was just like, I don't really know what to say. But like, mm-hmm. I've stopped bleeding. He's like, well, let's let's schedule the mm-hmm. surgery. And then you can kind of, we'll, we'll see where you're at. Because he, he, it takes three to four months. Mm-hmm. And I thought that they were. And they weren't. So I wait. I was waiting for waiting for the call i was waiting for the call (laughs) (laughs) i waited for two months and then started bleeding again and was literally just like i think i'm on a call because i haven't heard anything and they're like we never scheduled it because you never really said for sure i was like i did i said i wanted you to schedule it i just i wasn't sure like anyway it was like such a miscommunication everything was wrong everything went wrong Mm -hmm. and so um but anyway I just I was so taken in by and my mom was rejoicing Mm -hmm. and my and she texted my dad and he was just like I'm so glad that I was able to be a part of that answer to prayer and it felt very it all felt synchronized amazing because that was literally what we were all praying right it was like Yes. Your army was behind you because I was literally like, yes, someone's got to get COVID and they got to cancel and Rachel needs to get in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like for real. Yeah. And that I was don't my know prayer. why. All I don't know either. Friday I'm just saying that's done. what I was personally exactly. praying. Exactly. I know. I was she like, was, someone needs to die. So, no. <laughs> okay. I was not praying that. I was okay, praying for COVID. I'm all the ways. I was praying for COVID. COVID, not death. COVID. No. So, but God moved all the things like all of a sudden and as a child of the Lord, and we know this all sitting in this room, and it's hard to explain to people that don't believe in the Lord, but mm-hmm. it's like, you know in your spirit that God is moving for you. Mm-hmm. And um, one tangible, little, like totally different, that's really all I have to say about that, except that tomorrow um, I have surgery. At, mm-hmm. I have to be there at 1130. I can't eat anything else tonight. I'm, I've, I've had two days to like surrender and and work through some anxiety and like um will hannah be there for you 
Hannah's going to be there, yeah, my okay. sweet mm-hmm. baby sister, and she's going to – she's actually a nurse on post uh, – pre-op and post-op, mm-hmm. but, and she actually works tomorrow, but mm-hmm. she took the afternoon off. Actually, a friend of hers is coming in to work her rest of her shift. So good. So that she can, like, be with me the whole time. And mm-hmm. I told her so to good. take some videos of me while I'm still under the gas. <laughs> oh, <but> please. <laughs> please, <laughs> Hannah, do it. Um, and you know what I see is that because it moves so quickly, you – can't give another white Um, spot on your face um you can't i'm so tired uh you can't be as anxious as i think if you had three months to i agree with that what like it's like 100 percent. and god knows this about me and he does so it was like and it was so great like we were able to have lunch yesterday i have had this surgery it is the best thing i think I think it should be. Everybody who's had it, who who knows you're having yeah. they're like, it's going to be the greatest thing. Yes. It is. Even your I, mom and mom, she's like, mom, she's it's like, the best thing ever. It was the I best thing I ever did. I believe that when you're done having children, like, you know, like, it should be a, the gift. Like, you should, every woman should get it at their for their 40th birthday or something. When they know they're done having kids, just like, get it out of Dodge. Like, Ooh, it's not, so funny. it's awful. The thing is... It's done its job. Send it to pasture. Send it to pasture. Send it to glory. Send it to glory. And so it yeah. was good to be able to talk into you. And, no. and it was the first time because I've been pre- pressuring you or encouraging you. For a lot of years. I think pressure is a good word. Pressuring. <laughs> yeah. Just because I know that like, yeah. I've actually yeah. lived through this and I've lived through sitting in puddles of blood and I've lived through not – I mean, I had to get <laughs> – I had DNC, so I've had – three DNCs in six weeks because I couldn't stop. Ha- like, I get it yeah, so you deeply. You do get it. And that is why I was like, talk to me, babe. Mm-hmm. And so for Tell me, me all the like, things. I just, it's such a necessary suffering when we, God is so gracious and he created robotics that can rip it out of <laughs> no. your body. Well, so, I think, I always think like one of my most favorite verses is the Lord delights in the details of our lives. Yeah. Like he is such a God mm-hmm. of details. And so for me, for my whole life, that's how I've, I've always felt the Lord speak to me or how I've always just known that he is and that he hears. And I always often have conversations with the kids, like, how do you know? Like, what if, you know, do you ever doubt? Like, I just I mm-hmm. can't see him. You know, it's the classic, we can't see him, you know? Yeah. And I said, for me, it's always been him answering prayers in the little, just as much as the big, down mm-hmm. to like tiny, tiny little details. Like mm-hmm. just recently we're going away on a cruise. Um, I just didn't know what to do with London and it's a long time. And I wanted her to go up to my mom's cause that's where it feels safest to me with what mm-hmm. I'm totally, you know, gone out of country. And she's made like me, she's a little nerd and she doesn't want to miss school. And so I had suggested it to her and she was like, no, oh my goodness. I'll miss like my spelling and my math. And, oh. and then, so I just was like, Lord, just, just give, I have no idea what to do, you know, with these kids. And I don't, I don't want it to be stressy for them. And literally the next morning when I came to wake her up in the morning, she's like, mom, I think if I could get all my homework, I think I want to go to Grammys and I want to just, you know, hang out with my cousins. Like it was her own thing. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So it was the tiniest little thing, tiniest yes. little detail. Yeah. But it was like, and I was like, thank you, Lord. Like, I literally prayed for that thing. Like, just give me wisdom. Show me what to do. Yes. Yep. You know? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And when you, yeah. I think it's the way you, in which you pray, like, <laughs> and when it stops becoming, it, there's an intimacy in that kind of yeah. prayer. You know what I mean? Like, oftentimes you're like, okay, Lord, please be with my family. Right. Be with this. But when it was that vulnerability, that deep intimacy where you're just like, mm-hmm. I, I, I surrender. I, I surrender. Can't do this. I yes. got, here it is. Or yeah. fi- 
I don't even know how to fix this with right. Lyndon. Just mm-hmm. fix it, Lord. Right. Whatever you feel is perfect. And like we've had so many little things like that with the kids through the years. Tiny little things. Yes. Like mm-hmm. I had a little giddy hand run away one time, a baby, into our huge field, and we were like, Lord, please help us to find this tiny little giddy hand. That's the color of the field, and we literally lifted up like a little piece of bark and there it was one time jesse was like i just really want to catch a toad like it was on his like he wanted to catch a toad and we were canoeing and like there was a toad in the boat like <laughs> just random weird you know what mm-hmm. i mean we were just like little god winks little god hugs and kevin's mm-hmm. like buddy that is that's a gift for you from the lord like that's so Aww. random and whatever but it was just crazy little tiny things that are like he yeah. does delight in the detail no, he doesn't always do that but you know like right, right. give a toad but i mean like mm-hmm. little specific prayers like you, you can pray crazy specific yeah. for, just for wisdom, for guidance, for, for things. And he does delight in those details. And I think, too, he sometimes knows the things that you're – it's who you are. And mm-hmm. he knows that ahead of you, mm-hmm. you don't even know. So yeah. my, my one little story about that is we grew up very, very poor. I had a heightened sense of fashion – and I don't know where that comes from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, if anyone has any ideas, but you're an artist. I yeah. I intuitively in my being loved clothes. I loved. Uh, I mean, you wouldn't know. You love right now, but I love. Yeah, Aesthetics. and and being poor was hard in the sense that I had to fashion my own beautiful things out of the best that I could do. Things found at the dump. Things found at. Uh, a church sale right up the street there was always a church sale and it was like fill a bag for a buck Mm -hmm. uh, back in the olden days in the 1900s (laughs) (laughs) and um and I loved that and I would be so excited to to find things that I could uh mend and and cut and I actually still have one of the cable knit sweaters that I I exactly cut and cut and cut and cut so that it would fit me it was like this giant sweater it's like a men's sweater it was like a XXL yeah, sweater. Yeah, it was like Peter yeah. would have worn it. Right. Yeah, but I, I, I was still excited, and I, I, I figured it out. Like I figured out how to make it, and that's part of who I am today. Mm-hmm. Is because I, I learned like how to sew, uh, just out of necessity, mm-hmm. and how to cut things, and how to try things on, and keep and taking it off, and trying it on, and, and, and I brought and your little homemade skirts. Mend it. They're I made so my cute. own skirts when I was bigger and pregnant and I would I didn't I didn't I never liked any of the clothes that were out there so I'd make my own yeah but um all of that to say there we did a lot of shopping at Goodwills back when I was little and the only thing my dad would tell each one of us that we could pick out one thing for 99 cents like I can still see the only 99 cent tag mm-hmm. on stuff and I would just hope that the things that I found that I liked would be 99 cents and Already when I was 12, so I was Henry's age, I already knew what Burberry was. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that till I met her. Yeah. Hi. I wanted a Burberry scarf and I wanted it and I, and I, I just needed it. I needed to have it to complete my whatever. And I, and I remember being in the old Goodwill that was like right in downtown and seeing in the scarf and hat bin this faux – Burberry scarf. It was soft. It was worn. It was already really old. It wasn't real, but it had that look that I was mm-hmm. looking for, and it was essentially mm-hmm. a Burberry scarf. And I remember, and it was, and I looked on the tag, and it said ninety nine cents. And I was so, I felt so loved and so seen mm-hmm. in that moment by the Lord. Yeah, like I felt like He put that scarf there mm-hmm. for me, and that He cared 
that I loved that mm-hmm. plaid. All it is is that it's a type of plaid. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Nobody cares. I cared. Yeah. You, you I care cared. a lot. Yeah. And I cared yeah. a lot. And he put that there for me and I still have it. Oh, I love I that. I wore it to the game just the other day and mm. I was like, I actually have a real Burberry scarf now and I prefer my fake one that I mm. found for 99 cents. One time at Martin's I found like in the cookware <clears throat> or something – a cardamom and vetiver candle that we yes, loved, that we favorite. love, yes, literally like in amongst like the glasses, and I was like, oh, and I was like, Lord, thank you so much. Like I felt like I was like, this is a little. He just gave me a little gift. Yes, it's like my most favorite in, the, in such a random spot. And so then I would go to Martin's like five days in a row afterwards, and it was like he's like, stop being so selfish. Yeah, <laughs> be thankful. Even I went looking for that in Martin's. I never have found anything in Martin's to save my life. So and Martin's all my is a surplus from her too. I know. It's yeah. Crazy. It's like a. It's like a like they find shipping containers that are damaged and they buy them instead. So you never know what you're going to get. I like, get it. But all my no, friends. No, no, no. I'm just explaining to viewers who might not be from oh, Maine who Martins. don't know yeah. what Martin's is. You should have bought it when you saw it at, at Martin's. Martins. I've like, never found anything oh, at Martin's. I, have. I found I found the JoJo <laughs> stuff. Oh, I found the best Martin find I ever oh. found. I do feel like it was special. I was looking in the clearance shoes and there were these pink and brown driving shoes they're little ballet like ballet flats but in the su- leather was so buttery and I was like mm. this is Italian leather I could just tell by the feeling yes, of it tell. yeah and I was like huh and they were three dollars right because they and don't I know went, what stuff's worth which I love <laughs> and I went home and it, it's it's the sister company of um Louis Vuitton. So I have Louis Vuitton driving shoes that well, I got Well, currently downstairs, for, nice. I have 80 packets of $3.99 gummies that taste like plastic, baby. That's what I find at Martin's. <laughs> That's all I find. I've never found anything oh, where I'm like, all, oh my gosh. all my Cole Hunt shoes I've gotten at Martin's. I get a lot of cool treasures at Martin's, actually. This is super really random, do. but do you remember there used to be a news article by a girl? I think you knew her. Shop girl, yeah. Shop girl. And she would go to places like Martin's and find Louis Vuitton mm-hmm. stuff yeah. there. Hunter boots. Yeah. I have. But all the yes. things, goodwill. To... I was like, "Am I going to the wrong place? Mm-hmm. Like, you where just, you get so overstimulated? You're, yeah, because it's not pretty. It's and not gotta, pretty, like, and not you pretty. feel it's like clutter. being inside a trash can. You oh, feel smarter. You feel harsh. clutter, and so when you walk in there, you're literally like instantly. It, it'd be like I somebody, know. somebody who this has seizures going me. into like a strobe light. Yeah, you're like no, actually, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get instantly depressed. You do the yeah. same thing happens to me in Walmart, and I'm like, ooh, I wonder what I can find for a treasure. It's like going to a yard sale for yeah. me. It's like, ooh, treasures. Mm, yeah. yeah, I like, yeah. I find a lot of good stuff there. Yeah. Well, God blesses each one of us in it's our so spots. True. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's true. And I, 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 thankful, I, I'm not, I, I don't miss goodwill or anything <laughs> like that, but I, That's I love that how God provides for us. And I think when we, uh, when we are actually looking for mm. it, You'll see all the little things, but then when you also, when you don't know what else to do mm. and you surrender yes. and pray, you will see him in some way. It's either going to be a no or a yes. Both or a are answers. Or a wait. Or a wait. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I used to think, the Lord answered my prayer. He said yes. The Lord's answering your prayer regardless. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's answering it with a no or a yes mm-hmm. or a wait. Yeah. You know what? I, Peter, I forget he would, I could text him, but I, I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be honest. I'm not going to. Uh, he had he read this pastor. It might have been John Piper, um, but someone who said instead of when their children became teenagers, he stopped nagging them. Like he could sense that he was nagging his children, and instead he prayed. Mm. 
And he... That was my parents, 100%. And mm-hmm. he just... Mm-hmm leaned in on the Lord and I was like oh that's kind of sweet and Peter's like I think we should try it like I think Mm -hmm. we need to start giving them more independence and and let me tell you that is a surrendering like Mm -hmm. you've Mm -hmm. never surrendered and there's been several times in my parenting where I've had to really like open up my hand like you said to your friend uh, uh, you love my babies more than me and I'm surrendering this and Mm -hmm. allowing when I want to choke hold, allowing mm-hmm. my hand to be open and letting God move and seeing what how he moves. And mm-hmm. every time I'm not disappointed. Mm-hmm. Every time. It's not always the answer I want, but I'm never disappointed in his right. working. Because he really is working things out for our good. And we as humans are like, I want this very specific thing mm-hmm. right now or yesterday. Mm-hmm. And he... He does, he goes around and before and beyond and behind it and does do all that more than we could ask or imagine. Because once we finally get there, we've changed. Like he's changed us, he's sanctified us, he's taught us something. And Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, I can see why you made me wait for 10 years. I don't know how people can, (laughs) I often struggle with how people can do life without the Lord. Mm. You know, like how, you know, how you don't feel like you're just free falling. And I I think uh, uh, sharing the gospel, which I'm not good at doing at all. (laughs) Do you like that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, What have you got to lose? Honestly, I was like, wouldn't you rather just as insurance be like, I think I think maybe there is a God because what's what's (laughs) what is the bad thing that might happen if you do? Right. Because if we're wrong, well, I guess we just stay uh, in the ground. Right. But if you're wrong, yikes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I I think that's what living a prayerful life looks like. I think when, you know, when people, or our vulnerability of saying, like, I had to just surrender this to the Lord. Like, I think that testimony speaks volumes to believers and non-believers to be brave and just be like I I trust the Lord I just trust the Lord in this or right, and I lay this down like I, I can't, can't do it this. yes and I don't know what to do yeah so please yeah so yeah. good so good hey bye <laughs> I was like and we got to know that's our and that's a wrap bye <laughs> yeah.